Hey everybody, how are you doing today? It's Pastor Chip. I want to thank you for tuning in again. Today, today's been a long day. Been running around doing things, and anyway, here it is, 9.30 in the evening. I'm finally sitting on my porch in the dark. Gonna do my podcast. I'm gonna do it a little different tonight. I'm using candlelight. Anybody use candlelight anymore? You wonder what things are like back in the day. Use candlelight. You know, it doesn't project. It just goes all around and... It's not a bright illumination. Anyway, try using candlelight. So anyway, I want to talk about living in a world of faith. When we're surrounded by a world of unbelievers. And you see, that's just it. We are, we are living in faith. I mean, do you know anybody that's alive and present personally? Do you know them that have seen Jesus? As far as I know, it hasn't happened in about 2,000 years. But we're living in faith, are we not? Um, it's tough, you know. It's tough when, when you. I mean, this. Let's just take the Christian perspective out of it. It's just tough living in a world when you want to be left alone, and everybody else wants to take what you got, or take your life, or beat you or abuse you. It's just tough, isn't it? And then when you throw in the Christian perspective that we're supposed to love one another and, um, you know, show the love of Christ to people and not be evil, it makes things difficult. But then... To make it even worse, when you try and witness the people, how do you sell air to somebody who's already breathing air? You know, how do you sell? How do you sell something to people that they can't see? Of course, they do that if you. You need air for your tire, right? And you pull it to a gas station, they charge you $1.75 for air. It's everywhere, but you just can't grab it and compress it and put it in on your own, so they they charge you for the compression, right? But that's just it. You see, we're, we are living in exercising faith Operating on faith, trusting faith, 
to tell others about Christ. I mean, every day you get in your car and you drive down the road, don't you? You go out in the morning and you turn the key and you don't even bat an eye, right? You just know that car is going to fire up. How do you know it's not going to blow up? Well, then you put it in gear and take off, put it in drive. How do you know your transmission is not going to fly in a thousand pieces? You're operating on faith, right? And then, you're driving down the highway, you're passing cars head-on at 60 miles an hour or more or less, and you're operating on faith that they're going to stay in their lane, right? Or how do you know their tire's not going to fly off and they're going to veer over? Or how do you know that person's not going to run the stop sign and the stoplight or the side road? You're operating on faith, but yet when it comes to Christ, it's just a given. We all operate like it's a given. Everybody knows it's all there, and we're not sharing it with anybody. You know, if they told you that there was a spaceship coming, and it was going to take you off the earth, and it, because the earth... Uh, was going to blow up in a week and there was going to be nobody left. And they only told you. Wouldn't you want to tell your family to come with you? Wouldn't you tell your friends? Come on, we got to take this spaceship next week. There's, you know, there's unlimited room in there, but we got to go. They'd look at you like you're a nut because everybody's creatures of habit right we don't want to believe the world's going to blow up and they're not going to follow you to some spaceship because you've been you've been uh, ingesting something that they don't agree with right but it's the same with jesus christ he's got life insurance for eternity we can live forever in paradise but we act like we're afraid to we're afraid to sell the story to our friends. We act like we want to keep it all to ourselves. Faith is a powerful thing. So here by my candlelight, I'm going to try and read John 20. And we're going to start at 24. I think it's 24. Yeah. It said, but, but Thomas, called twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples were telling him, we've seen the Lord. But he said to them, I don't, if I don't see the mark of the nails in his hands, put my fingers into the mark of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will never believe. That sounds like a lot of people we know, don't it? And then he says, A week later his disciples were indoors again, and Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. 
Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Don't be faithless, but believe. Thomas responded to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. You see, that's just it. We're living in a world of doubters. And yet we're we're trying to sell them faith. And those of us that believe, that's exactly who he's talking about. We Christ is not here. We we don't get our put our hands in his side and our fingers in the holes of his wrist and touch him. We're operating on faith. Faith. You understand faith? Um, We're trying to sell air to people that they can't see. We're trying to sell them something they can't see. We're the very ones that are having a hard time. And it's it's like... (laughs) It's like... Telling your kids not to do something that they're going to get hurt. And they look at you like you got a third eyeball on your head, right? And you know what's going to happen. But they just don't believe it until they do it themselves. Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. That's it. You know, we're operating on faith. Everything we do in life is operating on faith. But with but with our life we take it all status quo. We act like we're afraid to share anything with Christ. But it sure is funny how fast we become a Christian when we want to profess our our uh, separation of church and state or our right to assemble in a church. But we sure don't want to scream and shout and share Jesus to people when in this normal honky-dory times, Right? People, we ain't going to live forever. You know, I don't, who knows the day or the hour, but I sure don't think it's too far away. But as far as individually goes, you ain't guaranteed your next heartbeat. You want your family to go with you? You want your loved ones to go with you? You know, if your teenage children are acting up and living a dangerous life, do you want them to go with you? Even if they are living corrupt and (laughs) living in sin, you know, drinking or living with a boyfriend or girlfriend, is that a reason not to share with them the gift of eternal salvation? Let God deal with them with what they're doing. That's not your place. 
share the love of Christ to people. If Christ works in their heart and changes their heart, He'll change their heart and change their mood and change their desires. That's not your place. Your place is to fill that spaceship so they have to keep adding more, uh, what do you call it, booster rockets to it to have more room to get everybody into heaven. Wouldn't it be something to see when we go to heaven and we walk in and they and when they announce you like the movies when you come in the grand staircase into the ballroom and here is Duke of Earl, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they say, well, here is uh, Jamie of Ash or Jim of uh, Wilkes County or, or whoever. They're responsible for, and then you look over there on the right and there's the Hundreds of people cheering you on. Those are the ones that you witness to or your your life, your good deeds, your good love and compassion. Those are the people that made it to heaven because of you. Do you want to walk in when they call your name? And Here's uh, Jim. And over here is all the people that he got into heaven, and there's only two. You know? My gosh, can you imagine if you get up there and they say, and there's Billy Graham. We had to add on a whole other floor for everybody he got in here. You know, people, it doesn't, you don't mind telling people about the good time you had on the weekend and the fun you had partying and the fun you had kayaking down the river or camping in the campgrounds or boating on the lake or, you know, shooting on the range. You don't mind telling people about that. While you're at it, throw a little JC in there somewhere. A little Jesus Christ on the side, please. Don't take much. You can tell people, say, look, you, and we having fun. Ain't this fun this weekend? They go, yeah. I say, well, you know what? You don't have to be perfect to have this fun. Look at me. I'm a Christian. I don't I don't go out and drink and scream and cuss and rant and rave, and we're all having fun on this lake. Let me tell you what the Lord's done for me while we're at it. It's that simple, people. It's that simple. Once you get started, you won't want to stop. And sometimes they want to know and they're just afraid to ask. So anyway, it's Father's Day's weekend coming up. I hope everybody has a great <coughs> excuse me, great weekend with their family, their fathers. And just remember, the main father who sacrificed his son so that we could have that pleasure with our family. And this is Pastor Chip Ritchie. I hope you all have a blessed day, blessed night, and I hope you tune in for another one. God bless.